welcome to Copacetic Health, family-friendly educational podcast focusing on health literacy as a global community. Welcome. Hello, friend. Happy New Year. It's 2024. I think that has a nice ring to it, don't you? I had an episode that I was going to post uh, on another domain. We were just going to forge ahead. But something happened, and I decided to shelve that and talk about what I saw. I don't watch a lot of network TV, but when I'm on the internet, things do appear in my feed. And usually I don't like what drops in my feed, but this was pertinent to the podcast. And since I've been rather here and there about explaining the concept for this podcast, because I can assure you I'm the last person that I would ever think would start one. This story had everything, and I wanted to share it, and so I'm going to use the other episode at another time. But Mary Lou Retton, the U.S. Olympic champion, and a peer of mine, We are both members of Generation X. I wanted to make this podcast intergenerational on purpose because the generations need each other and always have and always will. But Mary Lou Retton and I are Generation Xers. And while I understand what is happening with her, I still can't understand why it's happening in this country. And she's suffering from a rare form of pneumonia and is on oxygen and is without health insurance. And while I could very much relate to Mary Lou in every way, as as Xers, as moms, I certainly can't relate to her as an Olympic champion, but I want to also say to the younger people listening, look past what might meet your eye because this can happen to anyone. One's health changes, one's fortune changes. And I've seen this so many times in my life. I've lived it, and if I may share, it wasn't so much Mary Lou Retton who held my attention, even though her smile is a national treasure, and she has nothing to be embarrassed about. I kept looking at her beautiful, brilliant daughter. She has several, and forgive me, I I don't remember which one was in the interview with her, 
but they've started a GoFundMe page for Mary Lou Retton for her medical bills. Because in the United States, one of the primary reasons people file bankruptcy is for medical debt. So how does this happen? Quite easily in the United States. And, but again, as much as Mary Lou held my attention and I, I could relate to her circumstances, I kept looking at her daughter And among the myriad of reasons for starting this podcast is when I was in my 20s, I was as much of an idiot as anyone is in their 20s, perhaps more. And I was trying to finish a bachelor's degree. I was the first in my family to go. And even though I love books, I love school. Um, it wasn't easy for me. College wasn't easy. And I think this is something that higher education really needs to understand. First-generation college students do have a hard time. There's no one before them. They're the first. And I think people in higher ed don't know what that means because they're from multi-generational university-educated people. I didn't know what to do, and I went home to care for this parent. This parent was just shy of being eligible for Medicare, had served in the Army, did not want to be career. This is why we were in D.C., because he was stationed there and raised his family. His father came home from a world war and was disabled and died a young man. But my father would have rather died a lonely death than to ever take a hand out from anyone. If you've ever known anyone like that or have someone like that in your family, and I'm going to be completely honest I've, to push aside the subjective part of this for me, and I know you know what I'm talking about. I'm, if you haven't gone through it, you know someone. If you're a doctor or a nurse, I know you know what I'm talking about. When I worked in clinical research, I helped with an Alzheimer's study, and I had the privilege of meeting some neurologists, and neurology is a tough discipline on health workers. And they described how families would implode when there was someone with cognitive impairment or dementia or all the case studies that I've read in my time in clinical research, it always seemed to be a family that had several children that really couldn't take one more thing. Health-wise, either the parents and children, it was just not one more thing. 
And that was the family that always got the one more thing. Um, and how is this still happening? And where do we think this is going to lead us? Because it's killing the morale of our healthcare workers. It's devastating families. I, I don't think my family ever really got over that ordeal. I never got over it. And I don't think anyone wants to beg for assistance to pay for anything. And I, I looked Mary Lou Retton up. Her birthday is January 24th. So another reason to just postpone the other episode. Happy birthday, Mary Lou Retton. I watched you. I watched you power-packed, four-foot-nine, landing on that beam when I was in high school. And we should be better as a country. We can do better than this. Um, and I, I wanted to mention, I never regretted what I did. I never regretted going home and taking care of my father. But I have to tell you, it There's a lot about it I, I, I just don't go there and talk about because it's so painful, particularly with family members. This does rip families apart, which is what makes me applaud what her daughters are doing all the more. And Mary Lou Retton's courage. And this shouldn't happen. And, for example, in Japan... If you have somebody that gets out of the hospital or someone that needs permanent care, they don't necessarily think that as a family member, you're the best person to do it. Why? Perhaps you're not professionally trained as a nurse or a caregiver. There is a reason that these professions have certifications and licenses that you have to attain. And the Japanese feel that it doesn't make sense to take a worker out of the workforce and make them a caregiver. Isn't that great? It makes sense. But this is happening all over the country. Caregivers, the mental health of caregivers is, well, it's awful. And unless you've done it, you don't know what I'm talking about. And people are doing it all around. And they're doing it in silence. They're suffering in silence. So if you go to my website and click on my areas of interest, one of them is moral injury. And I hope to be... One of the reasons I've reached out to some people that I know is I've wanted to fold that topic into episodes because 
I feel that despite the populations it affects, it's so prevalent. It's just so prevalent now. And I, we have veterans coming home from the forever wars. Um, we have doctors. We have doctors who despair in silence because they can't reach out for help. They can't get mental health care. There are many industries. Pilots can't reach out for mental health. Teachers are often shy about doing it. Why? Why are we still the only country that thinks that's a reasonable way to be in life or healthy? I'm hoping we can talk about some of these things and... um, more because if we can't see that what Mary Lee Retton's family is going through right now, the children of Gen Xers, the children of Gen Xers are posting GoFundMe pages for catastrophic illness. And in my 20s, I could I could look down the road and I I thought this will be different by the time I'm really part of the sandwich generation. I told myself this in my 20s. We will figure this out. This is just a fluke that happened in my family and we're going to figure it out and look where we are. And I want to reiterate, thank you to the students in my high school district who were so sweet with their smiles, and they did help me pick up my cane when a lot of people didn't. And I want to thank the people who were there for me. I, I also want to share that People do surprise you. The people who you think will be there for you when your health falls apart may not be. And people who you misjudged, sold short, they'll surprise you. When you're in a moment of despair, it will be the person that surprises you that's going to be there. And I don't mean with a like or something on social media, they're going to show up at your door and their arms are going to be full with food and things that someone who's ill needs. Top of the list, human contact, a hug. So... Mary Lee Retton, January 24th, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, Mary Lee Retton, you champion, you national treasure. You're going to be just fine. And if I may share, um, I didn't invent the word copacetic clearly, 
but uh, my father's nickname in high school was Cope, for copacetic. And there you have it. And I miss you still, Dad. Happy New Year. You go straight to the notes because I've got a treat for you there. Uh, A song by another national treasure and a Washingtonian named Shirley Horn. Because here's to 2024. Here's to life. Here's to you. I hope to see you back here real soon. You take care and you take care of yours. Ciao for now.